communications, habits, everything in between. And so, let's just jump right into it. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Okay, so, it's so funny that we're actually filming in my mom's house because I'm about to talk about her (laughs) right now, (laughs) out of all the days, okay? But, um, (laughs) mom, don't listen, go to church, go to church. Um, So, the reason why this topic (laughs) <laughs> was brought up. Yeah. Well, it has popped into my mind is because y'all know I went to San Diego for Labor Day, mm-hmm. and so it was like an extended vacation. I was there from Sunday to Wednesday, and it was I went with my mom. Mm-hmm. And it was like a mother daughter trip, and it was amazing. Like everybody go to San Diego. Y'all go look at my stories on Instagram too. Yes. 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 Mama's daughter. Yes. Y'all just like y'all was in a magical place, a magical yes. moment. So, so beautiful. Yes, we were, and everything was great. But, you know, I can make everything look good on Instagram. <laughs> right? Okay. And so there was a little hiccup. And it wasn't like a little hiccup. It's a hiccup that needed to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, um, so if y'all listen to the podcast, y'all know I've been struggling with acne. Mm-hmm. And it's... Um, and I've always, I always struggle with acne, but it's always been like on my chin, um, very hormonal acne, deep cystic acne, and then. But the past few months, I've had acne on my cheeks, mm-hmm. like on my cheeks, and I've never had it before. <laughs> and so I've been like struggling to figure out what do I need to do, what do I need to eat, you know. Just y'all know I'm like this. I like to do everything naturally. I'm not trying to be on no. Accutane, no antibiotics, none of that, none of that stuff that will mess up my hormones. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, before I went off to, um, <laughs> I went off to uh, San Diego. Kobe knows I've been eating like super healthy, like whole foods, and no sugar. Much, no sugar, Jesus. And so now I'm here on vacation. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm supposed to eat. <laughs> and, like, it's, it's luckily California has, like, a lot of healthy food. But it was really still a struggle for me. And then, and so, you know, it would take me a long time to order and stuff and stuff like that. So I was really, like, stressing out about what I'm going to eat. And, you know, stress isn't good for acne either. Anyways, so I was really stressing out. And it was really bothering me. Because when you have, like, an insecurity like that, you really just, like, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. okay and so um so i was trying to figure it out and so i i ended up getting some fries but they were like um made in extra virgin olive oil so i was like oh i'm fine i got fries and i have some like uh, a, a acai bowl and then my mom was like well maybe you shouldn't be eating fries <laughs> me and i was like i don't know that triggered me because i'm like you don't understand like it's the process but and i was just like it really made me feel like some type of way. And I know she didn't mean anything by it because she loves me. It's about to be a long story. So, um, so I let that go, but I explained to her, like, that really, like, triggered me. And she, she was like, of course, I didn't mean anything by it. And she actually, she was really quiet. She, I just explained to her how I felt, and she didn't say anything. And then we went about our day, and it was fine. And then, um, 
we go to out to eat another time. And so she was, and I easily picked something because they had like gluten free pasta and they had a tomato sauce and vegetables. And I was like, ooh, I eat this. And she was like, it was it's really, oh, it's easy for you to pick this time. And that triggered me too. And I know I was crazy. <laughs> I saw I was crazy, but I'm like, like literally, I was like, we could literally eat anywhere. Like, you, you don't have to, like, I don't want you to feel like I'm like a hassle because of the way I eat. I'm like, I'm really just trying to figure this out. And I just really start to like cry. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I like break down. <laughs> oh god, I hate crying. But um start to break down and I'm just like, you don't you, I felt like she just didn't understand where I was coming from. And so I'm just like trying to explain, like I kinda blew up, like I start crying <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm like, you don't understand. You're like you literally never had acne in your life, <laughs> like and stuff like that. Cause my mom's dropped it gorgeous. I feel like she's been gorgeous all her life. Like to me, she's like perfect. And so, um, anyways, so I was like, you don't understand, da 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 da. And she's like looking at me like I'm crazy, like like rolling her eyes, and she's like, what are you like? Why are you spazzing out? And I'm just like why are you making like why are you making this face like why are you rolling your eyes like why aren't you listening to me i'm like trying to tell you i'm hurt like i'm really like this has taken a toll <laughs> and so i like start crying and so she was like just leave and i'm like i'm not leaving <laughs> like i'm not about to leave like i need to like talk this out like just mm. listen yeah and then um she was like, she calmed down, I calmed down, and then she like, oh, I'm sorry. Give you a big hug. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Girl, you know, I cry, I cry a lot, so I, don't, I feel like normal. <laughs> but, um, and so, and then she like, real, then she like, talked about like, um, how she's like, you know, I just want the best for you. Like, I would never say anything to hurt you, stuff like that, and I know that. And what I was trying to explain was, like, just because you don't mean to hurt somebody doesn't mean, like, just because you don't mean to, like, stub somebody on the toe, like, you actually stub somebody on the toe doesn't mean that it doesn't still hurt them. Right. And so, and then she was, like, um, she was, like, you know, you think I don't know how you feel with the stuff that is on your face and stuff like that. But she was, like, but I've gone through, I've been going through some other things internally. And I knew this of course and what she was going through but it didn't resonate to me like you know what i'm going through this she's going through her own thing everybody has their insecurities mm -hmm. and stuff that they're going through sometimes yes. you can't see it and sometimes you can't so that really like helped me i was like you know what i'm being like so selfish like you don't understand <laughs> but i realized like but you over here going through your own thing and you're not going as crazy as i am <laughs> and so and so, after that, it made me think about what she always tells me. It's like, um, you don't want to bear, you want to bear your own cross. You don't want to bear anybody else's cross. Because you pick up someone else's cross, and you realize that they've been going through all these things. And so, it's just, so you look at everybody else like, dang, you don't know. You don't know what it feels like you have a small booty. <laughs> like, you don't know what it feels like that little poos. Like, I can say that, like, a pouch. And so, um, but, um. <laughs> but then you realize like you 
there's other things that people are going through that you would never want to go through. Mm-hmm. And so that really gave me perspective. And then she was just talking about, like, Tiffany, like, healing is a process. And, like, I understand that you're trying to heal things naturally. And when you're trying to hear things naturally, it's going to take time for you to figure it out. And it just made me, it hit me on a deep level because healing and everything is a process. Like, healing in, like, relationships, healing and all these other things. And mm-hmm. we try to speed up the process so much. And something that we have to figure out what the root problem is and really practice it and treat it. And so I was like, dang, that actually made a lot of sense. And so I just felt like even though I blew up and she rose rolling her eyes and told me to leave, I feel like at the end of the day, everything had to happen. Because at the end of the day, she understood where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, she helped me through my insecurity and the way I looked at things. And also... Um, she helped me realize where she was coming from because she was like, Tiff, you know, we did, I did this vacation for you. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, and then, and then she made me realize, like, and it was like, I know, like, you did all these things for me. And she was like, and she's like, it feels like everything I do, I do for you guys. And then sometimes I feel like y'all just don't understand how much I give to you. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm worried over here doing this vacation, and then you mad at me because I said something that rubbed you the wrong way. So we're all, you know, it's all of things. Like I now I feel like you don't appreciate me, (laughs) and I'm like you. It's not about that. You don't understand me, and so it's just like it was a lot of taking time to really actively listen, really be diligent about trying Mm -hmm. to voice how you feel, and then just sticking through, like. I feel like not walking away was a good thing because yes. you know you some people do need to walk away to but I couldn't because I'm like I'm not we don't got time to walk away we gotta have fun on the rest of our vacation yes. <laughs> like and so um I just was like dang I want to talk about effective communication because I just felt like that was a really big thing for me like that was a good breakthrough I was like dang that hurt like for a second and then cause I don't like confrontation and I really don't like confrontation with my mom because she's the person I love the most and so I had to get over that and for us to be where we are today even though I was a little mad at her this morning because she told me to clean up the kitchen but that's another thing I should have cleaned up the kitchen but um yeah so wow yeah but now that you see that from like you said not Mm -hmm. walking away not walking away how when you do communicate it's always two sides to mm-hmm. the the spectrum or two sides or two opinions that each person has within a, a confrontation or even just a misunderstanding. Yes. And, it, and sometimes I love how you said that, you know, once it was all said and done, she broke down to you when she was going through. It's mm-hmm. like we are always, always have like this. This, this understanding of only coming from where we are, what we are going through or what we are internalizing or what we're externalizing in this case. And I can totally relate to that. And it's just like, but once, once I love how you didn't leave because mm-hmm. in the heat of a moment or, and, and I can't really say that because, well, I just love in your case, mm-hmm. in this specific case, because some people may get so, um, the, the tension may get so elevated that maybe they do need to leave, but eventually they do need to come back and talk, right. talk it out. But that's that's the moral of it all. In communication, yes, if you there is a misunderstanding, there has to be some form of getting it out so mm-hmm. that you can see. Because in most times, 
people are not trying to hurt you. They're not. It's just those certain triggers, and, and in their mind, they're handling the situation <laughs> perfect, and, mm -hmm. and they're just trying to help you, but some people may not have as thick, as thick of skin that can take that. Right. And, um, I don't know if it's just something going on in the air lately, <laughs> or it's yeah. just what's been going on in the atmosphere, but Jarvis and I had a similar, well, I can't say similar, we mm -hmm. had a situation, mm -hmm. just like a, a little disagreement. Like, it, okay, so... Whew, last week um so okay so we had been like just school had just been starting back for me and um of course I was on summer vacation so I wasn't working the whole summer so he and I was spending a lot of time together we were talking and then things just been during the summer it was kind of a little rough for us financially because Y'all remember so many times I told y'all how, you know, I tried to give my, my <laughs> unemployment, but they asked if they give it to me the whole summer. So y'all can only imagine um, how that was. Like, he was having to take care of the, the weight for both of us, and, and not only just me, his daughter as well. So it was just a lot on his plate. Mm -hmm. And so when it's a lot on his plate, he likes to retreat into a shell. Mm -hmm. He don't like to talk it out, and I'm like, constantly asking him what's mm -hmm. going on what's wrong with you and I'm like he's like no I'm good I'm good with or he always says this thing like we'll talk about it later but then later it never happens <laughs> two weeks later I was like what happened and then you know it kind of gets swept under the rug and then something else will pop up and then we don't end up talking about that and then it gets swept that too gets swept <laughs> yeah. under the rug. and I'm just like okay so then now it's it, it's it's going on like three or four weeks and I'm feeling like okay I'm just feeling some type of way. I'm not feeling like no type of way towards you because like on paper, not even on paper, but just like if I wanted to write a list, you're doing all these amazing things for me. Right. But it's just like some form of communication is missing, is mm -hmm. missing. And I'm like, okay. So it got to a point where I don't know what triggered it. We was talking. Uh, I had just got off of work. I walked in the house. It was um. It was a Friday or a Thursday, and I, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what triggered it, but long story short, it led to like, uh, okay, I'm going to the to to the gym, and I'm like, wait, well, hold on, because <laughs> we always go to the gym together. And he's yeah. like, no, nah, I see you need to stay here and cool off, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> cool off? I was trying to talk to you. I'm trying to get to the bottom to see what's going on with you, what's right. bothering you. And you saying, I need to cool off. Right. Like, it's always that back and forth. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to just go. Like, I'm not even going to stay here. I'm going to just go, like, to my family's house or something because I'm like, you, like, in my, my thing, I was like, you got messed up. You got to here. Like, why you leave me at the house? I'm like, okay. And so that triggered something else. And so then we finally, like, just talked it out. And, like, first it, it was heated at first. I'm not going to lie. It was, like, um, just, like, going back and forth. It's like, you always want to force me to talk about something when I have to deal with things, too. Like, I have to deal with things, certain things by myself. And then once I figure it out, I will talk to you. And then, so that ended up being, like, the first chunking, the first start of like, okay, he's like, the reason why I don't talk to you like instantly, he's like, yes, I can tell you could tell something is bothering me, but sometimes I don't even know how to put it into words, like or pinpoint what is exactly bothering me. I just know something is bothering me, but then I don't know how to put it into words, like how to tell you what it exactly it is. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, so like, uh, let's get to the bottom of it, let's figure it out. And so 
Oh, I know what it was. I don't know how we got in this conversation. I really wish I can remember. So we was talking about marriage. That's what it was. And um, I think we was talking about it in the car ride on the way home. And I think he said something about like, I want, it was, it was the drive home. Cause we always talk on the, on the car ride home. And so I would, I don't know, we mentioned marriage and then I was, he was like, but you want a million dollar wedding, something like that. And then I was like, <laughs> No, I don't want a million dollar wedding. I just want a nice wedding yes. with all the people I love. And then he was like, "If it's serious, if it's that deep, like if you care about me or so much, then let's just go to the courthouse." And I was like, "And we always get into these little debates back and forth about like let's go to the courthouse if it's just marriage that you want." Or he, and so I'm like. Honey, I don't want to go to the courthouse, <laughs> even though I'm not against it. And so, so this is okay. I'm gonna. It's two sides to this because I've been thinking about things this week, and then you don't want to get y'all opinion too. And then I want to get y'all opinion too. So like, I'm but then I don't want too much opinion. <laughs> I don't want too many opinions. But but still, okay. So he was just like, he, and then he said something that really struck a chord. He was like, "You care more about the wedding than you do about the marriage." You know. Uh, how, how dare you say that? And I was like, you know, honestly, I really, really don't. Because I'm like, I'm feeling like everything that we do every single day mm -hmm. is already me caring about the marriage in itself. Mm -hmm. I was like, the way that I, I I think about our future, our plan for our future, the things that I'm doing now, the things that we're doing now together, I feel like all of that is building. Like, that's, I was like, when we're married, I feel like we're not going to do anything really differently because mm -hmm. I feel like we're already doing everything I was like, I don't think it's like once per a person's married, they should automatically transform into the best person right. that they are in the world. I was like, I feel like Superman is Superwoman. Right. I was like, yes, he said it. I was like, I feel like you practice for that. <laughs> right. Like, it's an everyday practice. Like, the reason who you are today is why I can see myself marrying you. Not because once we get married, we don't transform into these magical beings. But that's right. just my opinion. Right. And he was just like, well, then if it's not, like, he was like, well, and then he had a valid point. He was just like, you know, marriage is probably going to cost $20,000. I was like, I don't think so. But then I started researching, and it was kind of an average price, $20,000. And he was like, even $10,000. I was like, he's like, nah, it ain't going to cost $10,000. I was like, okay, yeah, you're probably right, because the people we want to invite and things like that. He's like, okay, and then we looked up, we've been looking up houses. He's like, you know, that's the same price as a down payment on a house. And I was like, okay, okay, why can't we just do both? That's my thinking, like, like, why can't we just do both? And he was just like, and then I proposed, and it's the pressure on everybody, like, bends the wind and blends the wind. I was like, let us, I just feel like we put in too much on what everyone else is thinking. Mm -hmm. And like, even me, I'm like, okay, even for the wedding, the big wedding, I'm like, that could be externalized and, and um, influenced by outside sources as well, just like him on his hand, like, okay, why can't we, why are we spending all this money on a wedding when we could put that toward our future? It could be coming from external sources as well. But I'm just, I was saying all that to say, like, I don't, he's thinking that, like, just to even bring up the topic of marriage, is like, he just think about money. Like, that's, <laughs> that's his mind. And I'm thinking about, like, I'm thinking about the sacred union, like, the, the ceremony, like, it's a spiritual, I'm thinking, like, he's like, you think it's too deep. I'm like, am I thinking too deep? And so and that went into a whole nother, and it's just like, okay, we clearly not on the same page mm -hmm. as what we need to. So we really need to talk this thing out so that we can be, so it's not, you don't feel like it's pressure on you. He was like, cause 
he's like, you know, I'm ready. I, we can go to class tomorrow or do this tomorrow. Like, and I'm like, okay, well, let's just talk it out. Because every time we get to the conversation, it's, it's always, topic. it's a touchy topic. And we always end up just, you know, sweeping it under the rug. And I'm like, so that there is not pressure on you once you do propose or whenever you decide to propose or whatever the case may be, you don't feel like you were in this by yourself. And I was just telling him like, the reason why it's so much tension and then it starts every little thing just start frustrating you frustrating you like the smallest conversation just start triggering every little thing because you are building up inside of you all these everything you're just building up on you're just building on one thing after the next and then it's like we talk about something that's supposed to be a fun topic mm -hmm. and i'm like why is it like it's making you so angry and so yeah. it's just like with communication you do have to see things from both sides yeah. you have to because at first the, the 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 conversation just started out i'm trying to tell him why marriage is important he trying to tell me like why um that money can go to something else and then it's like okay we can come to an understanding maybe we don't need as big a win maybe when we're in new eyeballs we can have a larger win it, but it's just like we just have to be able to talk it out so that we can both see where we're both coming from and then we can get to a common ground that works for us and not right. for everyone else mm -hmm. so it's just these triggers has been crazy because it, it 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 went to something <laughs> that i don't even think it needed to go to mm -hmm. yeah it it definitely is communication is tricky it is and, it I, is. and I don't think it's all and i really do like after that like little heated moment with my mom i don't feel like it's a Arguments are necessarily um, a bad thing, thing right? Because it no. helps you solve things. And then mm -hmm. it's just like, and I really do think it, I mean, for every situation it's different, but I really do think like really vocalizing how you feel, making sure it doesn't get turned because mm -hmm. I'm com like, you're coming to him about marriage. I'm coming to my mom about how I feel when she talks about these suggestions out of the blue <laughs> uh, about acne and whatever the case may be. And it's just like, sometimes we do this as well. When someone is telling you something about yourself, you want to automatically put up a defense. And like, you start thinking about, well, damn, I do all these things for you. Like, I, I do all this. Like, I can go, I do this, I do that, I do that. And so, I know I do that as well. And so it's just like, we have to take the time out to realize that, yes, even though you may do all these things for you, for them, or they do everything, a lot of things for you. Like, just take a, a husband and wife, for example, and say that she stays at home and he takes care of everything, like all the bills. Mm -hmm. And she's like saying, I feel lonely. I feel lonely. Uh, I don't get to spend that much time with you. And he's like, well, damn, I do this, I do that, I do that. That mm -hmm. does not negate the fact that she feels lonely. Mm -hmm. And just because, like, you may do all these things for um, Jarvis and he might do all these things for you does not negate the fact that you feel a way and that he feels a way about something. Mm -hmm. just, because you, <laughs> just because someone does amazing things for you does not do, make anything it, the way you feel anything less and I think that's what we all have to realize but also right. realize and understand where they're coming from when they say dang I do do all this <laughs> and it's right. just like you know I understand that you do all this but I feel this way can we make a change right because you know I, I my mom does a lot for me like I live with my mom and so 
I was really actually confused when she started rolling her eyes and she told me to leave and she was like, you need to apologize to me. And I was just like, mom, can you just listen to me? Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that you do all these things. And I am grateful for it. But I need you to know that when you say, like, maybe you should just do this. Maybe you should just do that. That I am being so triggered because I am literally researching every day about cystic acne or hormonal acne. You know, I'm literally starving. <laughs> like, starving right now. And so it's just like, you have to understand that this is a real trigger for me. And then she was able mm-hmm. to say, you know what? You know, you know, you think I don't understand, but I'm going through this. Even even though I don't vocalize it like you do. So I do understand. And then we that's when the healing process started to come. And that's when I could get that advice that I needed from my mom to say, mm-hmm. you are beautiful with anything on your face. You, there's a, it's a healing process. Like, I understand. And sometimes we just want someone to listen to say, I understand. Mm-hmm. And so that was really eye-opening for me because it made me think about her perspective and it made me really stand my ground on how I was feeling and I was not about to move until she understood. Wow. You know? That's good. That's good. That makes me think about um, the book Seven uh, Habits of Highly Effective People Mm -hmm. and that is one of the... It's number five, habit five. Seek first to understand, then be under, then to be understood. Yeah. So, you know, you, you basically just said you have to understand where that person's coming from mm-hmm. and then say, okay, look, this is what I feel in this situation. Right. But um, just taking it back a bit, a sermon last week, uh, we're doing this love series mm-hmm. at church, and he's talked about um, how women, we're emotional-based beings, and then men are ego-based. Mm. So when we come to them and we're wanting to uh, tell them about themselves, we have to kind of go, hey, babe, <laughs> you are you know, amazing father. Mm. You're a caretaker. You know, we got to touch that, that ego. ego. And then so say, hey, <laughs> but you slacking over. You doing yeah. what you need to kind of work on this. Mm. And and then that'll, you know, he'll be like, oh, okay, okay. Like, okay, you will be up. I see what you did there. But but they'll get it. That's so, so, get it. so true. So that's part of communication. And it's two things. You have to understand the person that they are, what you're trying to get across, and then how to effectively get that message to them. So understanding when you're coming from, like, that male-female perspective is the... The males are ego-based, and then women, we're more emotional, which is going to, you know, for us, going to them about things, it's a little bit easier, but they're going to have to work on that, you know, mm-hmm. the other way, because they're not, they're not emotional beings. They're not mm-hmm. communicating, you know, it's, it, that's so, so, it's so going to, it's, it's a work for them, so they yes. have to learn how to do that, and then for, from woman to woman, it's mm-hmm. a little bit easier for us to kind of work through our issues, mm-hmm. because we, 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 we talk, talk, we talk, yeah. we were communicators. Yeah, we are. <laughs> So it's easier for us to do that. But overall, there are, we all have like our conflict resolution Mm -hmm. styles. And Mm -hmm. I think once we understand the things that we gravitate towards, like our natural styles Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. how we should be reacting in certain situations, that'll help us resolve more problems. And that was That's a word. So, so true. That's and a word. it just makes me think in high school, 
why are we taught like communication classes? We should really we take more to. courses because this is like an art. This it is an actual science, like to it learn is. how to do effective communicating to not even just to each other, but like to the opposite sex, to understand mm-hmm. the psychology, to know how to deliver it. Just, oh, I really think that needs to be taught. And just to go back to your example on how women, we are um, was emotional, emotional based and yeah. men are ego based. That is crazy because on Friday, Jarvis had a game and I had made it to his game a little late. And so I came there at halftime. And so I didn't get to see him play like much, much. I came and I guess like where all the action was kind of dying down. They was already beating the team by like 30 at that point. And so it was just like, they was kind of playing around on the court. And so um, when the game was over, he normally comes right up to me, but he came like behind me. And so I was, because he, at, at once the game immediately ended, he was talking to the ref and the ref was telling him some pointers and, and I could tell like he was coaching him a bit and I was like, okay, get those tips. <laughs> and so, you know, in like 15 minutes had passed by. So I was like on my phone, like, because normally I'd be waiting, like as soon as he come, like give out big three, woo, good game. And so the game ended and he ended up going behind me because his bag was behind me because normally he would sit his bag with me mm-hmm. because I but I since I was there late because um I had to do a shoot mm-hmm. I didn't uh go I wasn't sitting near his bag so when he came behind me I it just threw off the game day routine like to like oh pump him up pump him. he got like oh you did good today and so I just went straight into critique mode and was mm-hmm. like Oh yeah, this is what you should have did. Mm-hmm. If you would have did this differently, just try not to overthink. He's like, and he was not trying to hear anything. Mm-hmm. He was just like, it just turned that turned into a, a like a little back and forth thing. He was just like, and to the point I was like, okay, you know, never mind. But it, I was confused at the moment because I'm like, I always tell you what you did wrong after mm-hmm. the game. You always receive it like, why is this any differently? But because normally he would walk right up to me, would give a high five, like do our secret handshake, hug kids, whatever. And then I would go into tell him. But since the whole routine, he had came behind me and then I was turning around. It was just weird. And so and the game had ended 15 minutes before he even came over there. So I just went straight into critique mode. And then and we just walked out the gym and we had like this long talk at the car. And he was just like, First thing you did is you didn't tell me good game or how good I did or you didn't say anything positive. You just came <laughs> straight into <laughs> right. Like you just came straight into the how I messed up and what I did wrong. And I was like, you know what, you were right. That's on me. Like I wasn't even thinking of it that way. I, and I was like, you really did do good. And your one hand, up. and I just had to pump him up and let him know, like I see you. I really do. But that's important. It it's is very important when you're talking to Mills. So like, ooh, don't make that mistake, y'all. Yeah, I think actually it's important when you talk to women too. Because I need my ego strong too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it definitely with males because they're really fragile. <laughs> I do the same thing with my brother. I'm just like brother bosses, you know. Bosses. Okay, so I'm a great, you're a great leader. Can I have this day off? <laughs> right, 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 right. You know. And I just think it's very important to just talk because, like, we hold so much in. And I think that is really the resolution for, like, long-lasting relationships, uh, friendships, but marriages, um, relationships with your your parents, anybody. Because it's just, like, if you don't talk through it, you know, you know how they say you got to go through it? Like, you Mm -hmm. literally got to go through it. You have to, like, talk about the things that are bothering you and really have an open mind and 
literally listen to them listen <laughs> listen to yourself and like mm-hmm. it's not a one sided thing it's like it's a two people thing and you really have to even when you are vocalizing something that you feel on inside you have to be open to hearing how they feel as well and vice versa and so it's just like with every little thing i don't want to say like talk oh we can't talk about this i gotta talk about this but like if there's something really bothering you with anybody you really have to like bring it up and talk through it because at the end of it is a solution yes. if you never if you never start you're never go- you're still gonna be um like stagnant and then you're gonna realize like oh why is my marriage falling apart why don't i talk to my friends anymore why don't i talk mm-hmm. to my mom anymore because you're still mad about something that happened 10 years ago or two weeks ago and mm-hmm. it's just like okay <laughs> and then along with that is actually making a change Mm. it's just like if there is something that's bothering you like my mom she just got on me again about cleaning up and she vocalized it to me yesterday um (laughs) and she was like you know what tip i have to like walk i have to really be careful about how i ask you to do something Mm. and i have to walk around eggshells because i feel like you're not appreciating me when you're not taking care of the house and she's like i understand that you are working a lot and you work after work and you do this and do that but you have to make this a priority because now i feel like i'm being taken advantage of and i'm just thinking to myself i want to be defensive and be like <laughs> mom you know like i do all this stuff like you know i'm trying my best you know i really would like to like clean up <laughs> like i really would like to come home to a nice clean restaurant but then i have to like just listen and mm-hmm. say like you know what I want to be defensive right now, and I want to state my case, but at the end of the day, your feelings are right, and you're right. I should be. You do so much for me. I should be making this a priority for you because mm-hmm. that's just, I have to make the change. So now, I have to make the change. Yeah. I was so excited to talk about this, y'all, <laughs> because I did a training earlier this year, mm-hmm. and in my training, we talked about conflict resolution, and we did a test and it told you um, like your animal style. Mm. And so you have like a turtle, a shark, a teddy bear, a fox, and an owl, which I recommend all y'all, just everybody oh listening, you know, um, to, for you two to mm. go and do the test and figure out what you are. And most people have two to three styles because, right. you know, in certain situations, we tend to be, you know, certain ways. But, um, I just want to talk about a few of them because I'm just curious to see and hear different scenarios of where y'all, you know, might be, mm-hmm. you know, and just talk about the strengths and weaknesses or mm-hmm. of both and, uh, well, of all of them. And uh, so the first one, the turtle, is avoidance. And that is like, <laughs> you just leave. You just, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't want to talk about it. Retreat. Just, yeah, retreat and you go to your shell. And um, really with this one, nothing gets resolved. It's just like you were talking about with uh, you and Jarvis, and which me and Kyle go through the same thing. He's not, which is crazy to me. I'm like someone who is so vocal. Like, y'all know how he is. He's super vocal. (laughs) But when it comes to expressing how he feels about situations, Mm -hmm. he shuts down. It's like talking to a brick wall. And I'm like, we got to work on that. Like, that's That's not, no. So it just causes things to build up, and nothing ever really gets resolved. Mm -hmm. And even for me, I see in myself, um, just with this stuff that's going on with my dad and alcoholism, mm-hmm. I'm avoiding it. Mm-hmm. And I see how this is it's not helping the situation. It's not helping him. It's not helping our family. 
And it's like, okay, I have to do something about this. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's so easy to be, you know, for me to look at Kyle and be like, you avoiding situations. Mm-hmm. But then not to look at myself and say, oh, I'm avoiding this situation. Mm-hmm. So it's like we all have things that we have to work on. Yes. And it's so easy to point out something mm-hmm. in someone else, mm-hmm. but not recognize that thing within yourself. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's good. So That's I'm working on it. I'm working on it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, the next one is the shark so this is like the competing one this is um, I take charge like Mm -hmm. I'm taking charge it's like um, uh, this one how do they say it so one side wins and everyone loses this is just Mm -hmm. kind of like like you're my way to Mm -hmm. get whatever it is that I want on this situation Mm -hmm. Um, and and to to go off of that I was reading an article just to when you are trying to do effective communicating so that you don't go at a, a person or the situation like a shark so to speak yeah so it says one of the, the steps when communicating is of course being face to face and it's saying do not attack mm-hmm. and so one of the ways you cannot attack is instead of using statements like you did this to me or you did this mm-hmm. and this is your fault because you can say, we have to work through this. Like, mm-hmm. in, in the instance with your mom, we both have to live here. Instead of, like, you know you live here, you need to get that room. We're not saying she's doing this. I don't know what your mom is saying, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, like, you, because your mom is great. But I'm just saying, like, you, like, we have to get this house clean because, you know, or they were saying you can use statements like, I, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, I've done this for you and that for you. So it don't point the finger at the person that you're talking to and say, you need to do this because it's going to make everything better for me because yeah. it's kind of like insensitive it is mm-hmm. it is so that is that one uh you have accommodating where this person is like okay you know what i'll just give in on this situation this is the teddy bear so they're like yes basically and that's that's the 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 weakness of this one they're kind of just accepting whatever just to it's still avoidance in a way but it's um it's just like they fight for a bit, but then they just like eventually give in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You give in. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting. Compromising. So we meet halfway, which is the fox, which y'all know they always talk about it. I'm always like, okay, look, how can we all be happy? Like, we all win right. some, lose some, yeah. but where can we work this thing out? In right. the middle? How can we find some kind of common ground where we yeah. be a little happy? Mm-hmm. And then collaborating, which is the owl, owl and we both win. And this one is my favorite. And this kind of goes back to that book, um, The Seven Habits of a Highly Effective Person. And this is the Mm win-win. This is where both sides win. Mm -hmm. And in that book, which I recommend y'all read, it's it's so good. It's good. I need to read it again. But, (laughs) which real quick, I just want to go over the um, habits because y'all, when you really lead with these habits and you have that mindset of a win-win, mm-hmm. then it, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. It changes your outlook on situations, arguments. It's like you're not coming at this person with "I feel this way," "I feel that." Well, you know, you're you're not um, competing against each other. Mm-hmm. It's like it's us, us two as a team against this issue oh that's good that's good it's not like you know i'm not the enemy you're not the enemy you know and i have to tell kyle that a lot i'm like i'm not against you i want you to win yeah like i'm as as competitive as i can be (laughs) i'm not out to get you i'm not out to hurt you 
I want us both to win. I want us both to be happy. Mm. That's a good way to look at it. And um, I love that. Yeah, it's like the issue is the problem, not you. Yes, it's like you. we're together. It's the issue. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yeah, so let's team up and tackle that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So just real quick, habit one is being proactive, mm-hmm. and so with this, when we're looking at conflict. Okay. If you're proactive and you're kind of taking the approach of, okay, not just letting life happen to you, but I am the programmer of my life. I'm the one who's leading my life. Mm. And you have this outlook of, okay, I am doing things to prevent conflict as mm-hmm. well as to make issues, you know, just make like, you know what I'm saying? If yes. you're just kind of letting things happen, then of course it's going to be issues that come because you're not trying you're not to. Yeah, for exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you're leading with this proactiveness and you're like, okay, I know, um, just for example, um, and I'll use myself as an example. I know I have all this stuff to do after work, but I also have a meeting with the girls. Mm-hmm. If I can be proactive and get some of this stuff done in the morning, then I won't have to be trying to do all of this stuff after work and then eventually mm-hmm. be late to the meeting, mm-hmm. right? If I just clean up a little bit in mm-hmm. your situation in the morning, then I'm not having to clean up. And my mom, or my mom is not having to walk home, home to an empty house yeah. or a dirty house. Mm-hmm. If we're just proactive, it will help oh, and right. solve a lot of issues. Because, yeah, a lot of times people already vocalize how they, my mom told me this for years. Yes. And so it's just like, we know the issue, so yes. if we are proactive, we can make sure, like, let me just release, put this in the I know how that person feels about this. Let me do something about it yeah. right now versus just letting, you know, them but, walk into the situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then also just letting your circumstance overshadow how they feel. Because it's mm-hmm. like, it's so easy. It's like, mom, you I barely hear anyway. You know, Jeremy and Reese, y'all, they do that shit too. too. Like, yeah, right. you know, you try to put the blame on someone else, yes. but it's just yes. like, you know what? You have to put yourself aside and your mm-hmm. circumstance aside mm-hmm. if someone you love is feeling type of way. Right. It's always that mm-hmm. sense of like, how can I hold myself accountable? Mm-hmm. What do I have control of in this yeah, situation? Exactly. What could I have done to create this no. something that can make the course of this situation easier? Yes. You're right. Exactly. And it's right. hard to get to that point to say, you know what, you're right. Because we do, we want to be defensive and be like, I'm doing so much, I'm working on this, I'm working on mm-hmm. that. But it, 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 it is true. It's it true. true. Like you are, but you but, can mm-hmm. be proactive and do this. Yes. But on, on the flip side, I do think both parties have to be proactive. Yeah. Both. Mm-hmm. Because yes, if it gets yes. just to one person, one yes. person is taking advantage um, yes. of the other person. But it, it, that's what I'm saying. Um, if we all follow these highly effective right, habits, right, right, then we're all being proactive. Yes. We're all working together to have this this mind and spirit of a win-win. Yes. Right. And right. we just gotta slide everybody in the book. And like, <laughs> yes. And then we just like, yeah. <laughs> Let's start reading this book together. He said, well, I would be productive. Which I did. When I came across this book, I should have. I, I was like, yo, this is good. This is going to you know, this going to make our life. That's how I had that project. Because I was like, I know this. I need to work on some stuff in this thing. But, and I know you do too. <laughs> but coming into it, I was like, this is going to make us happy. It's going to make us, right? We're going to be rolling it. Two is begin with the end in mind. 
hard. And this is mm-hmm. not one, don't think too hard mm-hmm. on me. It's just what kind of life you want to live and just keeping that in the forefront. You know, what mm-hmm. kind of day, down even to the basic, what kind of day you want to have? Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to have a productive day. I want to have, um, a, you know, just what kind of day do you want to have? And down to those moments, you when you think about that in mind, you're thinking about, okay. The habits. The habits that create. are going to create that end. No, that's really good, especially if you're trying to reach a goal because, mm-hmm. like, okay, you want clear skin. Okay, I really can't eat this taco that I was trying to eat last night. Or yes. even in, like, relationships and dating, I'm like, I mm-hmm. realize, you know, I be dating a lot all yeah. the time. And so it's just like, I had to think to myself, okay, what am I really doing? Like, mm-hmm. someone hit me up from my past, and I was just like, I, I made the decision. I'm not going to even entertain you. Like, I'm not texting you back. You ghosted me, like, two years ago. And I'm good. Yeah, And so, I need to, I mean, I knew I'm not going to, I know you're not going to be my husband, so I'm not going to even talk to you. <laughs> like, exactly. that's it. Like, What's you have no reason goal? to exactly. talk. And so, yeah, the thing about the end goal, I'm like, it could be fun. We could hang out. But really, you're just wasting my time. So, no text back because my end goal is having a husband who doesn't annoy me. And goes, I want to be healthy. So I know today when the when the office bring in donuts, I can't eat that. Yeah. I can't eat donuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Whatever. You can't give in to those little wow. You know? Yeah. That's good. And I'll even say like for fun too. It's yeah. going back to dating too. Cause sometimes I'll be like, oh dang, do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? And I'm like, wait, do you want to have a fun life? Like, who cares if shit don't work out? Just go have fun. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're right. Like, I want to live my life, my single life fun. So when I do get smashed up, then um, I'm smashed up. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. But yeah. So, so habit three is put first things first. So this is the habit of personal management, which involves organizing and management, managing time and events, manage yourself, organize and execute around priorities. Um, trying to figure out how to adjust this towards conflict but um i guess with this one it's just what is the real issue mm-hmm. you know i know you were talking about you know some things with you and jarvis and it's like wait we arguing we didn't went into a whole tangent about this and this and this that and the, third. and the real issue is we want to be we, we both love each other we want to be married that's mm-hmm. true you know so, so let's, let's resolve this and figure out how right. we can do that yeah, and we, we, we both win exactly and what's getting in the way of that because you know Jarvis is saying oh you're only thinking about money yeah. I mean he's only thinking about money about the wedding yeah which, which, I get it. He wants to, which my thing is he wants to give you what you deserve mm-hmm. in my eyes I think right. that's what it is he feels like you know Jazz deserves this treatment you know mm-hmm. this type of wedding and you know he wants to give that to you right yeah so be an understanding and like being disciplined enough so it would be proactive like okay i not need to do this i need to like put money here or earn find a way to earn more money yes so that we can have and i'm like i'm thinking in the lines of like we manifest our reality so mm-hmm. like that money is gonna come if we tap into the frequency then we don't have to worry about it yeah but it's just like getting that across so that we can both understand that mm-hmm. Go ahead and start that wedding fund. Y'all be surprised how money be stacking up with every paycheck. Put a hundred dollars yeah. aside for the thing that you want, and yeah, that thing true. is gonna just start adding up. That's so um, true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Habit four: Think win-win. So this is my favorite. If everybody just has that mentality going into it, you know, argument or situation or conflict, then 
it'll help you resolve that issue a little faster. You know, it might it's still gonna hurt. It's still gonna be a little. It's not gonna be fun, right? But at least you know, hey, like I'm not against you. I'm, we we're in this together. Exactly. Yeah. And this all goes to like, <laughs> yeah. I guess I've been just. It's been a time for me to communicate everything because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've been struggling with my boss at my job, and mm-hmm. so, and. And I could see it, like, in his actions, like, the way he's treating me. Mm-hmm. And I just can't take it. <laughs> and so I had to talk to my mom about that. I'm like, this is how I feel. Like, I feel like, I just feel like we're not in a good space. And I want something to change. And I also do not want to be stagnant at mm-hmm. my job. I am good at my job. <laughs> like, I'm I've so been working good. there for two years. And I've been doing above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like. And then I have this boss boss here who, he's amazing. He lets me do what I want. But mm-hmm. also there's this miscommun- there's this miscommunication on both of our ends because I know he's not feeling the type of way and I know I'm not feeling the, I'm feeling the type of way. That's not making me happy. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't thinking that way at first because at first I was just thinking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I need to be doing this, this, and that. And my mm-hmm. mom was like, well, you know what? She went to that win-win comp, um, that win-win understand. She was like, yeah. think about what he's feeling when you're doing all of this, or mm-hmm. thinking about how y'all could both win. So basically, she was like, you just need to go and talk to him about how you feel. Yes. And I'm yes. like, that's you know what the crazy thing is? It's like I would always one off and be like saying how I feel, or even talk to my coworkers about how I feel about him. But I never went and talked talk to, to him, him about it. Mm-hmm. So how do I expect him to make a change if he doesn't yes. even know how mm-hmm. I'm feeling? Exactly. And a lot of times we talk shit about people, and you ain't even told them they that, know the half, the, of the, it. The half the, even the half of it. And so I'm like, damn, I really gotta, you know, with me going in there because I'm gonna go in there like Monday or Tuesday because I to get this off my chest i'm like this is the thing i want to do this is i want to make you i want to make you feel comfortable i know there's things i need to work on what do you think i need to work on and so it's just like instead of coming in there like you do this you do that you do that i have to say tell him how much i do enjoy him as a boss yeah i'm gonna say yes exactly you're great i love working with you yes and it's true and then also go in and tell him how i feel and how i don't want to be stagnant and how our working relationship could be better like i i would like Mm -hmm. to be in the know i would like to have a leadership position like i would like to do this this and that and i'll tell you how it works how it's gonna work out fine when we come back but it's just like I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't figure this out. That why didn't I just go talk, talk to, to him? him? Because mm-hmm. just like men have egos, mm-hmm. humans have egos. Right. And if we just being real, like put yourself in a position. And I think you know any like mother that's like I'm just speaking from a mother because mm-hmm. I know a lot of single mothers that's like really just out here getting it for mm-hmm. their their family. It's just like all these things I have to sacrifice. All these you kind of expect. For people to have that same nurturing, mm-hmm. sympathetic, understanding personality that you would have, and it gets annoying mm-hmm. as hell. Like, if you be real, like it gets annoying. Like, how could you not be considerate like I would? Mm-hmm. How could you not think about things as I would? If you expect people yeah. to read your mind in a sense, mm-hmm. and so it kind of brings up this ego into. To a point to where you don't even want to reach out because you just feel like 
they already should know. Mm. And it's not that. Wow. And it's, it's not that at all. Like, no one can't just automatically know what you're feeling, know how to come about a situation. And this conversation that you have with your boss may need a follow-up conversation. Mm. It can't be worked out. It took two or three, five years to get it to this way. So it may need to, some kinks may need to be worked out repetitively, monthly, weekly, daily. You never know. Every situation is different. And just, I know we have to just kill that ego and and come from a place of love, come from a place of of understanding. And it's it's hard when you've been the one that had everything on your plate, providing for the family, taking care of everything for the family, whether you single mom or not. Just feeling like you've having to always be the one that's making the decisions, the the power power moves or the leadership moves, and knowing that like okay, if we just delegate this and spread this mm-hmm. out and all hold ourselves accountable, this all could work so much easier. It's like why can't you just see it like that? Yeah. And then it frustrates you, and so then you operate awkwardly, and then everybody just operating awkwardly. But it's just like okay, we just all somebody has to be the bigger person. Yeah. Someone has to. Do that. Someone, someone really does have to step to the plate and just not even be the bigger person on some, I'm angry at you, but like, I love you enough to want to fix this, I want to fix this and work through this with you because we're all not perfect Mm -hmm. and we can all get to a place, but it's just like so many times I was reading an article that, uh, people in general destroy a a great thing because it's like, we're only looking at the negative parts of it Mm -hmm. instead of like, okay, this is just one little thing. And maybe if one of you can just quiet the ego, quiet the, and have, and just like be the bigger person and step up and say, okay, you know, I, or how can we, we make this better. And then you'll find that the situation wasn't as bad as it, as in our mind as it was. Mm-hmm. And if once we get to that place to where we can come to a common ground and figure out how can we both win, this is the situation. Let's both team up to tackle the situation. No, I feel that um, what, what both of y'all are saying on so many levels because I get a little frustrated with, you know, mm-hmm. my mom was sometimes like, you know, mom, you should know this. Already. I told you this. So mm-hmm. you know, I feel like you should know my whole life. And it's just like, I have to think she has a job. She has two other kids. She got a husband. Mm-hmm. So she can't remember everything that's going on. That's I have true. to remind her about certain things. Yeah. Same with cock and, you know, I know you're my boyfriend, but I have to remind you, hey, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I don't like when you do that already. Mm-hmm. I feel this kind of way when you say true. things like that. You yeah. know, the same with the people I work with. Like, you didn't work with me how many times? <laughs> You know how we do things over here. Right. <laughs> like it's just like you have to remind people, hey, you have to. This is how. It's it, a, it, you know. Um, it's a practice. Yes. Because mm-hmm. like we, everything mm-hmm. in life is a practice. We have to always practice of how to love ourselves. We have to practice how to love mm-hmm. each other. We have to practice how we to teach how somebody mm-hmm. to love us. And it's like just like people say, we have. I have a medical practice. It's a practice. It's like you never stop learning. Same with meditation. You have a meditation practice. You don't just meditate and then you stop. Mm-hmm. You have to keep working on this communication because it's a practice. Marriage is a practice. Mm-hmm. Our friendship is a practice. Keep practicing to be the best friend you could be. Yes. And um, I totally forgot what I was going to say, but... Oh, I feel like we're going to be good. Yeah, I know. We're going to start out. <laughs> so, wow. But, yeah. Right. oh, yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like what everybody is saying is we have to get outside of ourselves outside of our own egos outside of our own perspective and outside of our own experience and think about 
others' experiences mm-hmm. in perspective as well. When you're vocalizing how you feel and how they're vocalizing how they feel. And then yes. find a way for y'all to really just literally just talk through it. Yes. It's just so important. It is. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to the book and Habit 5. Mm-hmm. Seek first to understand and to be understood. Yeah. Which is, is that. And mm-hmm. I just love how Jazz was saying like a lot of times it's just so simple. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, damn, you could have told me that 10 years ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> we were mad at each other for 10 years. Yeah. yeah. It's just been yeah, it's like I for, oh shit, like I forgot to pay you back. Like I forgot. Like yeah. damn, you know what? Right. You could have just told me. Like my mom, <laughs> she was like, when I came yesterday, uh, I just came back from work, right? Yeah. And she's like, didn't I didn't I clean up um the bathroom, your bathroom? And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Like mm. did you like did you like? And she was like, um, she was like, and I, and I was like. Okay, well, I just kept going on my business. <laughs> and, then, and, then, oh, no. and then I'm like, and then I was like, and then she was like, no, I did clean up the bathroom. And I was like, so why'd you ask? Why'd you ask me if you did? She's like, well, I want you to know that you should be clean. I should be cleaned up after you. I was like, mom, why don't you just say that? Because I'm really thinking, like, I don't know if you cleaned up. <laughs> I'm like, I can't remember. That was a week ago. And so she was like, why don't you just. I'm like, mom, why don't you just tell me that you don't want to clean up? Like, I clean, you could have just said, Tiff, I cleaned up that bathroom before we left. How is it dirty already? And I would have answered. Like, I really can't be saying shit. But the fact that she was just so passive aggressive, I'm like, didn't I do that? Because she she did it. Like, didn't I do Like, she was like, didn't I do that? Like, no, I. I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, I did. I was like, why, why are you asking me? I'm confused. You yeah, your mom, because I be doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, you don't want to come direct. And then you start like, hey, everybody can. Yeah, like, I'm going to plate this season. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to do it like, so, to talk to your oh, subconscious mind. You know, to make you think. Yeah. Not to just come at you and be like, trying to like, you know. <laughs> Super aggressive. Oh, that's funny because it goes back to what Kobe was saying. Is you need to know how to approach people. Yes. Because I'm really like to be direct. I do not like no being around the bush. Like, tell me what's up. Like, tell yeah. me straight up because it's gonna go. We, we gonna play this game. Like, <laughs> this is you gonna be bad. You just come out and say, yeah. oh, clean the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, don't be playing games. I'm good. Like, tell me straight up. But you know, your mom. Like, yeah. Think about her career. She is like, like up there where you have to communicate, yeah. especially in a professional You're world. Right. You do have to communicate a lot. Doing the passive aggressive communication, mm-hmm. you can't just really go head on. So, mm-hmm. but like you said, you have to code switch. Depending on who you're talking to, mm-hmm. you have to know how to speak to them effectively mm-hmm. so that they can receive what you're saying. <laughs> Yes, and I guess I got I have to understand that side too. Like, oh, she's just trying to let me stop playing and understand that. Okay, sometimes people aren't gonna come to you exactly how you're. They know because they don't know how you feel on a certain type of day. So I guess just re- leaving space for just everybody to be human, for yourself to be human, mm-hmm. and then just get through it and not take everything so personally. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. six is synergize. Which um, it goes back to teamwork, you know. You and your mom, we all a team. You know, we are. You know, mm-hmm. you're both living in this house. Y'all both went to come home to clean home. So mm-hmm. just understanding that and just saying, okay, look, I'll take on these duties. Mm-hmm. You take on these duties. Right. All right, we can split them up like that. That way, mm-hmm. you do it a little bit. I'm doing a little bit. We both happy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. 
Right, right. You really gotta put that to effect. Really, really gotta work. Pray, pray for me. And habit seven is sharpen the saw. This is a habit of self-renewal, preserving and enhancing your greatest asset, yourself, by renewing mm -hmm. the physical, spiritual, mental, and social and emotional dimensions of your nature. Mm -hmm. So, going back to practice, like mm -hmm. you were saying, you know, we have to reflect, meditate, do all those things daily. Yes. You have to reflect and say, okay, you know what? Going back to that first one, thinking with the end in mind, this is how the kind of day I wanted to have. Think back, did I have that kind of day? Did I do everything? Okay, mm -hmm. no, I gotta work on this. I gotta do better with that. Mm -hmm. Okay, going mm -hmm. to the next day. This. That's mm -hmm. good. Um, one last thing I also mm -hmm. wanted to say about communication. Once I do feel like, um, you know, we're not going anywhere with what we're talking about. One, mm -hmm. one thing and one tip I will say is we always talk about this. Keep God involved in everything. Yeah. Just like every time we have a podcast, we always say, you know, God speak through us so that we can say whatever our podcast, I mean, our soulmates need to hear. Mm -hmm. And so same when you're communicating with your mother, your significant other, your brother, your sister, your cousin, whomever, mm -hmm. your coworker. Like sometimes I really like have to take a step out and I know I'm about to have an uncomfortable conversation. I just literally have to tell God, like, speak through me let me like whatever i need to receive from this person let me be even a receiver let me be a good listener to understand like so this can be effective because sometimes you know it can be you you can be the one that's not hearing what they're trying to say and they've been telling you it time after time again trying to tell you it a different way but you're not receiving what they need to say so not only to be speak to be understood but listen to understand so could put God in the midst and he's going to make sure it all works out so that you can effectively communicate. Ooh, girl, now that's a freaking word. Yeah. I did before we, and this is really totally kind of off topic, but it's not off topic. But I wanted to talk about these, uh, I was reading about like apologies mm -hmm. and <laughs> in the, the article that came up was from a Harvard Review mm -hmm. by Andy Molesky. And they were just talking about four different apologies that don't do anything. Yeah. And so they were saying one was the empty apology. It's like, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. Like, my mom, when she told sorry me. for what? Yeah. She's like, I'm so sorry. And my mom, when I was coming to my mom, like, the first argument we were talking about, and she told me, you need to apologize to me. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, and I, I did the empty apology, and I was like. I'm sorry. She's like, I, I didn't feel that. And, I'm just, and then I had to read. But that's one of the things. <laughs> and then I was like, this is my issue. <laughs> but, um, and so empty apologies, just saying, sorry, just to go through the motions, which is, yeah. does not help anything. Mm -hmm. And then the incomplete, sorry. I'm sorry because this happened. No, I'm sorry this happened. But without saying like, uh, I'm sorry this happened. Like, oh, I'm sorry. This happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I hit your car. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good night saying, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I was not paying attention. I was looking yes. at my phone and I ran into the back of you. I mm -hmm. am so sorry. Yeah. So, what can I do to help? Yeah. Exactly. It's just like, I'm talking like, it is what it is. Get over it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I ran into the back of you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. And I've been, I've said that kind of sorry too. Like, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Because mm -hmm. you be thinking, oh, I didn't mean to do that, but like I said earlier in the podcast, just because you don't mean to hurt someone doesn't mean they hurt them. Yeah, oh, that's so true. And so, um, so yeah, it's the one that you're saying. I'm sorry for this. This happened, but you don't 
uh, show any remorse or regret. Mm -hmm. And then this is an excessive apology. And it's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, I feel so bad. I can't believe I did that to you. I can't believe I let you down. And I've done this one, too. Yeah. And But this one really triggered me because it was saying when you're doing excessive apology, you're taking the attention off of that person and that issue that they're having and putting it on yourself and how you feel so bad for what you did and how sorry you are. So it's just like, you ain't even, you just mad, you mad that you, you did something wrong and you're mm. mad at yourself more than how it affected me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, there's a good thing in me too. Yeah. Then I'll Yes. And then the denial one, and that's basically it's just like, mm, well, that wasn't my fault. Like, what you tripping for? That's yeah. normal. Mm -hmm. Why, why you, why you know you know this is the way I am, and not my fault. Oh, why you have why you feel this way? I did that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of all these. So it was just basically saying like these are all the things that um we don't want to do when we apologize, but they were saying I'm still looking at the camera like <laughs> like they can see me. But they were saying what you should do to affect to effectively apologize is to control your emotions. Yeah. It's just like Okay, because you want you're thinking about being defensive about your circumstances, but you have to control your emotions, not get heated, and then stay humble, focus on the experience of the other person. Yeah. It's like, okay, how is this gonna make them feel? How can I make this an enjoyable experience for them? Yeah. And how did this? Um, what am I apologizing for? What was the experience? Mm, yeah. And then um, even if you feel unsettled, settled, and guilty, so like a lot of times. You do feel like when my mom said she felt like she I was taking advantage of her. I felt guilty. I was like, you know what? She does do a lot for me. She's told me this time after time, and um, and you felt unsettled because I'm like, dang, you know, mom, I do a lot and I'm tired. <laughs> and then, but then it's just like you just can't. You have to let all that go and just listen, mm. and that's it. And then um, consider the other person's perspective, which we talked about, and then focus on. Um, apologizing and committing to change and we talked about that already it's just like at the end of the day after you apologize don't do the same thing cheat it don't be doing the same thing again effectively putting that proactive work to make sure that you can make a, a change mm -hmm. yes so yeah wow that's good <sighs> all right what time is it y'all it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation Time, y'all. This is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast. We always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So, what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using, that you are telling yourself, that you're telling your mind, that you're telling your life to control your life. Either you are speaking life into your life, or you're speaking negativity into your life. In the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling weak, don't affirm that in your life. Don't speak that I'm feeling weak in my life. Instead, speak, I'm feeling strong. I'm feeling like my best self. So it's three of us, and I'm affirming that there's millions, billions, and trillions of y'all out there tuned in, or just really who's ever divinely meant to be tuned in. So who wants to go first? I... I'm an effective communicator. Mm. <laughs> I am committing to 
change. Mm. The things that don't serve me. There we go. I am committing to change the things that don't serve me. Or or my or my loved ones. Mm. I am seeking first to understand, then to be understood, and moving with the spirit of a win-win attitude. Yes. yes. Let us know your affirmations below. And we hope that you leave listening to this podcast with <laughs> learning how to communicate effectively. We're not no experts, but I just really feel like this was some good shit that we just said. <laughs> so um, we just hope that you talk through your problems, you resolve your problems, and and live your best life. Um, we have a live show coming up on September 27th. Early bird tickets are on sale right now. Get them while you can. Y'all know last time we sold out, that means we're going to sell out again. So go ahead and pop those tickets. It's going to be amazing. We're talking about the power behind your purpose with some amazing entrepreneurs and artists, or food, drinks, music, networking, good people, good vibes, all that. So just go to um, our Eventbrite Soul Feeling podcast. Actually, I don't know. Just go to our Instagram. Or our Facebook and just hit the link in the bio and you can get your tickets there. Also, we do have a Patreon and that basically if you want to donate to us to help us continue this podcast, then we'd be raking out money. <laughs> like a lot of money. But just anything that could help if you want to give from your soul or if it's on your heart to give a little something, a little something each month or a lot of something each month, we would greatly appreciate it. But no pressure. And also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating so we can go higher in the ranking so more people can hear the Soul Flame Podcast. And again, if you listen to us and you feel something that you'd like to share, share on Instagram, share on Twitter. We will retweet. We will repost. And if you want to DM us and just talk on, like, a more connected level, we're open to talk all the time. So all of that and... Just subscribe everywhere and just go out and live your best life. We love you so much. Yes. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye.